Hello, and welcome back to Delayed Effect. As always, I'm your host, Packy, and this is Michelle. Oh, boy. It's going to be hard to follow up last week's episode. <laughs> um, given that I had so much to talk about before, I didn't do one before that for like five months, I think it was. So I had a lot to catch up on, and then now a wink, a wink, a week went by. I combined the words week and wink. No, week and went into the same word, and I got wink. Um, a week went by, and it's not as much information as five months, but you know. In any case, uh, did have a lot of fun that I will get into in a little bit. Um, unfortunately, I will not be able to demo the new guitar on this episode because as I'm sitting here recording it, it's really late at night again, even though I took the whole day off today, but I will explain why I did a little bit later. You know, can't give it away all up front. Otherwise you wouldn't listen to the rest of the episode, right? Right? <laughs> um, well, yeah, so I'm trying this whole being consistent thing, at least one episode a week. I don't know if I have a particular day. I think I did it last Wednesday. Last Wednesday night was when I did last week's episode. Um, but whatever. Here I am, two weeks in a row. I'm on a hot streak now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it sounded a little weird I went back and listened to last week's episode Just to see what it Sounded like in the car And It sounded funny That, that fucking vocal uh, Vocal filter I did it again I combined the words vocal and filter into vocal <laughs> Ugh, My tongue does not work for podcasting Like it used to Um that weird vocal filter that GarageBand put on, the edge vocal, it sounded really weird. It was a little too reverby for me. So this time I just added a new track and I'm letting it just be natural. And we're seeing how that's going to go. I'm going to turn the gain up a little bit just because the size of those wavelengths is bothering me. Just a little bit. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more right there. Okay. That looks good. And it sounds better in the headphones too. So, um, yeah, it just sounded really weird and a little too much reverb. So I didn't like that. It, I didn't really pick it up very well in the headphones last week, but I did after the fact, so, you know, <laughs> I don't exactly have studio monitors to play back my recordings on. I have um, semi-open headphones, which are not exactly noise-canceling, but they're not exactly open back either. And they're a little bit of both. Half as much of each, making a whole. Yeah. And <laughs> truth be told, when I was done last week, it was like midnight, and I was like, 
Uh, you sound real bad. And that was just after finishing recording. I didn't had to uh, save it, render it, upload it, and you know, type up synopsises, synopses. Well, I guess just one synopsis, and yeah. Anyway, um, I figured, you know, I my my biggest concern with with recording this show is I I always feared having a lack of content and I didn't want to just record for the sake of recording, but there's always content in, in anything. I mean, you know, in listening to the guys of Podblocked or the guys on twofer, you know, they, they talk a lot about what they did in just the last week since the last episode that they did. So I kind of thought maybe I'll try and go that route. It's, it's a little bit harder when I don't have somebody to bounce it off of like they do. But that's why I got you guys, right? <laughs> um, well, let's see. Since the last episode, um, what did we do? Oh, uh, the girl and I went to uh, her one of her best friend's houses. And her other best friend came over. And we all made like little delicious little homemade pizzas which was fucking awesome but then the the kind of bummer of the night was that somewhere between leaving work and getting to her friend's place uh, my girlfriend picked up a nail in her tire so we ended up crashing at their place and then getting it fixed the next morning but it turned out to work for the better in a way because we got to go to the craft store and we got like a whole bunch of these like supplies for um crafting and stuff like that and you know it's it's a nice little way to get some artsy fartsy shit out of your system you know because normally the only way I can do that is by playing guitar I mean I can try and write music I can try and write lyrics but the the most artistic I can get these days is just by playing guitar so that was a nice little way to um, work that side of my brain you know but the cool thing is that the store that we went to um, it's called the Hobby Lobby. <laughs> it's it's a funny store. It's very Jesus centric. There, I think it's. I mean, it's owned by Christians, I guess, to the point where they're not even open on Sundays, which is why I've never gone before. Because the only time we thought about it was on a Sunday. Um, but the cool thing is, is that I bought uh, a sweet little <laughs> uh, light switch cover uh, faceplate. You know that has. Luke Skywalker on the top and Darth Vader on the bottom so when it's on it's on the light side and when the lights are off it's on the dark side granted my light switch in my bedroom does nothing but run the fan that is turned off anyway so it's actually not doing anything the only reason it's up right now is because I have a little um the fuck is he made out I don't know it's Robin from Batman and Robin but he's like made out of like yarn or some shit I have him hanging off of it but um (laughs) <laughs> I, I joked with uh, my girlfriend and her friend that, you know, I can kind of wake up and determine my mood by where I set that light switch. <laughs> um, at least, you know, for the oncoming day. And it was it was a pretty cool store. There was a lot of uh, Jesus stuff, <laughs> which um, uh, they call it the, uh, the Jesus fandom, which is actually pretty accurate you know given the 
the description of a fandom. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to just be something nerdy. And th- that was that was a little interesting. But the rest of the stuff in the store was pretty cool. And we bought, um, well, I bought that, and I bought a little, tie, not Tie Fighter, uh, X Wing Starfighter. Um, that you put together. It's like a little model you put together out of little uh, metal pieces, and it makes like a three D sculpture of that. And there's no glue or soldering or like screws or anything required. It just kind of snaps together. And it's kind of cool. It's like shiny metal. I have yet to put it together because I left it in my car since then. But um, I have it here now. So I will probably put it together soon. Uh, after we did that, we went back and we started painting. Um, they bought these little wood chip. They, they looked like uh, slices of a branch. They were about that big around. you know, Just like your standard size tree branch. And we painted shit all over them now i thought we were just painting stuff for easter like so i painted one to look like an easter egg but then i painted a couple of them for my girlfriend um i put one was a plus b which is asshole plus bitch and then because it was a heart-shaped piece too so i was like well i have to do that and then um one that looked like the blink 182 smiley i did that one too that was pretty funny uh, teenagers and their weird sleeping habits. Um, <laughs> and then, well, as it turns out, we were painting them to leave them around town. Uh, actually, well, I'll get to where we were going to put them. But, um, yeah, we're just going to leave them around town for people to find and pick up and enjoy themselves and pass it on to their friends and stuff like that. And I, I got really confused. I was like, but I thought we were just doing this for us. I mean, it's fine. You know, I don't mind doing it that way, but I was like, whoa, I totally missed the boat on this one. And I made a really weird big deal out of it in a way. Like, I wasn't upset or anything, but I was just like, I think I was, like, upset. At, not not upset, but I was, like, like, kicking myself for not catching on. You know, it's like, how did I miss that kind of a thing? Um, it was really weird, but... um. You know, I finally got over it. And we had, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to get that artsy-fartsy stuff out. And spend some time with our friends and stuff like that. And then we came back home, well, to my home. We crashed here and then woke up early the next morning because we had Comic-Con to go to. Um, I hadn't been for two years. I It's the Emerald City Comic-Con, the one up in Seattle, And you think last year, being the first year that I lived in Seattle, I would go to it because I went to it for like seven years before that when I lived in Portland. So I'm like, I live here. Why not just go? I totally didn't. I I think I just missed out on getting tickets for it or something. But this year, I was like, I'm going to do it. Because the last year that I went, my uh, girlfriend at the time was working at that convention but we were like just at the end of our relationship and like I knew it was coming, but she wasn't saying it. And I was trying to like salvage it at the time. And I'm just like, I'm not having fun while I'm here. (laughs) So, I mean that I didn't want that to be my last Comic-Con experience. So not only was that not the last time, but this time I took my girlfriend now 
and she'd never been to a con before, so I figured we should just go for one day. And it was a lot of fun. We saw so many cool costumes. We didn't take a whole lot of pictures, but we bought a lot of fun stuff. Um, we got a picture taken with Vincent D'Onofrio, who is, oh God, the guy's got a hell of a track record. Uh, well, not most notably, but uh, the reason we were so excited to meet him was because he plays the Kingpin on uh, the, the what do you call it, the, the, the Netflix series, there we go, uh, Daredevil. And by God, he's just so good at it. <laughs> it's It's unbelievable how amazing he is at that role. I'm trying to look him up on IMDb. Uh, he he was on Law and Order: Criminal Intent. He was the lead actor in that for a long time. Men in Black. If you've seen that, he played Edgar, the bad guy. The you know the cockroaches in the skin. The pulled his skin back there. Is that brother? Yeah, it was him. Um, let's see what else has he been on. <laughs> Boy, this is a great pod right here. Tell you what. There we go. Law and Order Kerbal and Tenny played Robert Gorin. He was the lead actor in 141 episodes of that. Um, Jesus Christ. He's done a lot. I'm trying to find something else he was known for. I mean, it, was, it was really cool because he was a... <laughs> he, you know, in Daredevil, he's he's large. He's, I mean, he gained a lot of weight and put on a lot of muscle for that role and then shaved his head. He's just very intimidating looking. We walk around the corner, he's like comparatively rail thin, like compared to how he is in Kingpin. He wasn't unhealthy looking, but he's just like really skinny, really well-dressed, had his hair growing back and his goatee going. He just smiled at us and we're like, holy fuck, you're handsome. <laughs> like He's a really good looking dude. And yeah, we got her walked up, said, Hey, how you doing? He's like, fine. Yeah. How you guys doing? I'm like, Oh, we're doing great. And it's really nice to meet you. And then they're like, ready? One, two, three, took the picture. We got it taken, went out. That was it. That's about as fast as those go. You don't get a lot of actual interaction. But while we were standing in line, waiting to go into his photo op area, um, through the curtain right next to us, not, 10 feet from us we could see Stanley sitting there so we were like whoa it's Stanley's last comic con tour that he's going on you know he's finally a little too old for it <laughs> and um, it was just kind of cool that you know this this guy that's responsible for years decades of uh, comic books and characters and inspiration and the countless amount of lives that those comic books have touched, you know, people that could relate to them. There's, there's always something in these comic books that people can go, God, you know, these people feel different and they can read these books and say, that's what I feel like that this is helping me understand myself better. Just giving me something to relate to, you know, it's like this guy is responsible for that <laughs> on so many levels. And it is really cool. I, you know, Actually meeting him would have been a lot of money, <laughs> you know, but, um, 
Oh, uh, duh, Full Metal Jacket, Private Gomer Pyle, you know, Leonard Lawrence. Um, that was, I think, that was like his first real big breakout role. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, not Stanley, <laughs> but no, that was cool. And then we walked around for a little bit. My my friend Brant from Oregon. We we usually go to the cons every year together. He showed up. That was cool. We hung out with him for a little bit. Walked around, bought a whole lot of shit. I mean, spent way too much money, but you always do it these things. But at least I have money to spend now without worrying about it. So that's nice. Um, and then Monday rolled around. Went back to work. Super tired. Did not want to do anything. <laughs> Uh, work's been still steadily looming, but not in such a way that I'm ill. Uh, how am I, how do I want to say this? Not in such a way that I'm ma- improperly managing my expectations. You know, before I would be like, I have to get everything done. Everything has to be done, and then stuff would pile up. I'm like, why is it not getting done? And I just start beating myself up over it. But something my counselor has been really working on with me is managing my expectations and not setting the bar so high that I can never even dream of touching it. And it's been helping a lot. You know, I just, I look at work as it is like, okay, I'm just going to do this and then I'll worry about everything else later. You know, instead of, you know, feeling the weight of everything pressing down on me. So that's pretty fucking rad. I don't know what it is. Every time I sit to podcasts, Maybe it's just the action of talking so much. My my guts are like, hey, here's a burp. <laughs> it's like, oh, here comes a belch. It's like the, the bubbles just start coming up. I don't know if it's just the muscles contracting and, and working their magic on my guts or something, but I swear every time, like leading up to it, I'm not very gassy. I mean, I am, but, <laughs> you know, not not this much. And then right as I sit and start talking, I have to pull the mic away so I can go real quick. And I don't know if it picks up on here. If it does and it's gross, I'm sorry. That was not heartfelt. I really am sorry, though. It's gross. You shouldn't have to hear that on a podcast, especially if it's something I can edit out and probably won't. But um, in any case, yeah, the counseling's been going great. I had another session last night, but here's where the bummer kind of happened. Um, On my way home... Stopped in traffic as usual. The guy behind me was not looking at traffic. Apparently, he got a nosebleed, looked down to take care of it, looked back up, and then he was kind of inside my car a little bit. <laughs> um, not too horribly, you know. That's that's a little over exaggerated, but uh, he was in a large Dodge Ram of some sort. I'm in a tiny Toyota Yaris, so his front end just bashed my back windshield, shattered it everywhere. Uh, crunched in my my hatch. Uh, my tailgate was a little crooked. Yeah, there's it's just it was fucked. Um, but we're fine. You know, I'm, my neck's a little stiff today. I have a headache as a result of the muscles in my neck being all fucking pissed. But for the most part, you know, every I'm I'm okay, which is good. And he was okay, which is good. But <laughs> I uh got a you know snapshot of his insurance and his id and everything and i mean we, we were in and out of it quickly like we pulled off exchanged information pulled back on the freeway you know it's didn't have to make a big deal out of it um thankfully my amazing wonderful girl, girlfriend uh, tia works at an auto glass shop 
that's that's what she does for a living. And I called her. I'm like, are you still at work by chance? And she's like, yeah, I'm just about ready to walk out the door. I'm like, can you stay <laughs> just a little bit? She's like, yeah, why? And I'm like, I got hit and I need that cool shit that you put on broken windows when they're not there anymore. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? What happened? So I told her and um, she's like, yeah. And her boss is still there and she's, uh, stuff's called crash wrap. At least that's what, I don't know if that's the official name, but that's what they call it. And she's like, hey, we got any of that crash wrap? He's like, yeah, what happened? And she told him, he's like, oh my God. And he was offering to stay around and wait so he could put it on for me and everything. And she's like, no, 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 he's still like a half hour out. You know, you don't have to sit and wait. So he at least got it ready and everything prepped. So when I got there, she just went and threw it on for me real quick, which was so cool. I was like, ah, she's amazing. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't even know the first thing to do with that, but she's done it so much. She's a customer service rep there. You know, she answers phones, does paperwork, files, orders, and gross see there's another one um she takes care of all that she keeps the place running her and the other csr and (laughs) but she could you know she has to help out with stuff on the weekends uh sometimes you know at least with like assisting and uh putting on the wrap on the you know the windows and everything like that um it's always nice to have a second person there to hold it and or at the very least, you know, she at least sees them do it so much that she knows what she's doing. So she threw it on for me real quick, and um, it was a very cold drive home. It was a very cold drive to her shop with the big hole in my car, and then, um, well, after that, I had to go to my counselor's meeting. I didn't even tell him about it, which was weird. You know, I was kind of sitting there, I'm like, uh, that kind of sucks. But I wasn't like overly depressed about it, like I thought I would be. I was actually, I mean, I got you know, a little down in the dumps after we got the, the, or when I got there and I'm just like, and I actually looked at it and saw the damage and everything. I'm just like, fuck, you know I mean? That's a genuine reaction. But then, you know, after we got everything going, I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. I'm fine. I'm alive. The car still drives for now. <laughs> so I went to my counselor's appointment, um, had a really good meeting with him. And a lot better than last week. You know, I I think I mentioned in the last episode that last week I just left with a lot of questions. And this week I didn't. I actually had a really good eye-opening experience. Like nothing groundbreaking like the first two. But this one's just definitely been, this was a very beneficial one. So. Um, it was the end of my, my, so my work benefits has an, a program called employee assisted. I think I talked about it last week. Um, called employee assistance program. That's, that's, that's a program called the employee assistance program. There we go. And they offer three free sessions through that before my insurance has to start paying for it. Well, I've had four sessions, but that's because my counselor accidentally billed me for the first one. And... <laughs> I uh, just got through the third and final free one last night, but I said, look, you know, I'm, this is really helping. This is doing something like it's supposed to, so I want to keep doing this. And so we booked out the next four weeks, which are all going to be covered by my insurance, but that's fine because I need this. Well, I don't know if I need this, but it's very helpful. 
I want this. There we go. That probably sounds better. I don't think I should be dependent on it. But it is really nice and it's it's helping a lot. I've I've I feel like since I've been in there just having a safe place alone to go and just vent and get everything out like that without fear of judgment or anything of that sort. Um it's just been wonderful. And especially have somebody that, you know, knows the way the brain works a little bit and uh, understands the, the psyche and, and and how to combat when these certain feelings arise, you know? It's like, holy fuck, this is awesome. And, and it's cool because he's not like a full... F- I mean, he's a counselor. He's, he's licensed. Um, I don't know if there's a difference between counselor and therapist, but he's definitely not like a, a psychiatrist or anything like that. So he's not like prescribing medication or saying, oh, you should go take this. You know, he said, look, your levels are a little high. If you feel like you need it, talk to your doctor and they'll work it out. But what we're going to do here is much more, um, much more based off of, you know, figuring it out yourself and getting to the root of the issue rather than just putting a bandaid on it. So that's what we've been doing. And it's been really great. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it <laughs> to anybody that just needs it. If you can get it for free, just go fucking try it. You'd be surprised how therapeutic it can be. <laughs> um, but then, so I've, I've developed a little ritual after that of, uh, so downtown Puyallup is, is where his office is. So I park in the public parking lot there. I go do that. Then right across the street from my parking lot is a place called Anthem, which is a little coffee shop, but they also serve beer. So I go in, get a little, uh, spinach and egg sandwich and a beer and sit there and enjoy, treat myself to a little dinner, read some of my books maybe, or just browse the internet, kill some time until they close, and then I go home. And I did that, and last night, I felt really good. I mean, I was, you know, the the prospect of what I had to do with my car was just kind of there. It was obviously, you know, looming over my head, but I wasn't down about it. I wasn't like, you know, uh, God, I have to deal with this. I was like, I'll take care of it. You know, it happens. <laughs> it's it's really nice and weird at the same time. Um, but that's what I did today. That's why I took today off. I, I emailed my boss after my meeting last night, and I said, hey, this happened. I need to take a day to take care of it. And so I did. You know, this morning I slept in because fuck you, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I slept in. I woke up, and I called my insurance. I, I'd filed the claim last night on my phone, but I called them like, look, I need to get this taken care of now. Cause this is my only day to do it. And they said, Oh, okay, well here, you know, so I gave them the guy's information. Um, which is interesting because, uh, the, <laughs> I didn't even notice till last night when I was filling out the report that his insurance card is expired. Now that doesn't mean his insurance is lapsed. Maybe he's just not carrying around his up-to-date information, but, I told them about that, and they're like, well, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to go get your car fixed. 
Um, you'll pay for it after they're done. There'll be a $250 deductible. And then we'll go after his insurance to pay for the rest if something, or to recompense you for that. Recompense you? Reimburse you. There you go. Reimburse you for that. If he doesn't have insurance, there's a um, unlicensed motorist coverage that I have that um, reduces my deductible to $100. So I would still have to pay 100 to take care of the damage. But... It's better than 250 <laughs> So, I mean, if I don't have a choice, then that's what I have to do. So, best case scenario, it gets covered. Worst case, I pay 100 Now, there's another 250 I have to pay for a separate claim of fixing my front end when I crashed into somebody last year, which I still don't think was my fault. But because the car I hit didn't hit the car in front of them, which hit the car of the person that caused the whole thing, yeah, because there were two separate accidents, air quote, it was my fault, which was still fucking bullshit, but, you know, whatever. Thanks, Washington. I still love you. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I did today. So my girlfriend recommended this body shop um, in Puyallup, so I took it there. And I told them, you know, what happened, and like, oh, you got a crash trap. I'm like, yeah, I went to my girlfriend's uh, work to put it on. She works for the Autoglass shop down the road, and they're like, oh, uh, who is she? And I, so I told him who she is. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know her. I talk to her all the time because uh, she, being an auto glass shop, she works with a lot of the different um, body shops around the area and, you know, dealerships and such. So she does a lot of orders for them. And so, so I was like, oh, cool. And we walked inside and they're like, hey, yeah, uh, this is Tia's boyfriend. And they're like, oh, cool. They're all excited. I'm like, I know people. <laughs> I felt so. Like, I don't know, not like, spoiled, but, you know, I was like, oh, I just feel, like, noticed. You know, it's kind of cool. That was a nice feeling. And, yeah, they took really good care of me. They called Enterprise to bring a car over, um, which my insurance had already filed the the information for. And then, so the guy came and gave me the car. I got a Chevy Sonic LT edition. I don't know cars, so it's dark gray. It's fun. <laughs> it's weird driving a sedan. It's so weird because there's no hatch and there's no wiper on the back windshield and the rear view mirror is a lot smaller because the window's not as big and it's at a weird angle and it's strange. But, um... <laughs> uh, it's funny because I was driving home and... Sorry, I hear something. What is that? Huh, I have no idea. Um, just like noise, like a TV's on upstairs or something, but everybody's asleep. What the hell is that? Oh, it could be music. Maybe the... The teenager's taking a shower. Maybe he's listening to music. That's probably what it is. Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I totally derailed the pod there. Um, almost turned into podcast the 13th. <laughs> if you guys ever listen to that show, it's really cool. Jordan Shear, who have used to do Bad Reception and uh, Let's Get Political, started podcast the 13th where he talks about um, 
different horror movies every week. And uh, one episode, he so he'll watch the episode with a guest, and then they'll talk about it. In one episode, the place he was recording was actually a haunted establishment, so they went upstairs and checked everything out. And <laughs> it was such a fun episode to listen to because I was like, oh, my God, maybe they're going to find something. Um. Anyway, so uh, as I was driving home from the, the body shop in the rental car, Enterprise called me and they're like, hey, we got the thing from your insurance saying, you know, you wanted to rent a rental car and I'd like set that up for you. And I'm like, um, I'm actually in the rental car right now driving home. And they're like, oh, how? <laughs> and so I told them, they're like, oh, okay. Well, we just got the information. We'll just merge the two files together and you'll be good. I'm like, cool, thank you. And that was taken care of. And yeah, then I got home. And just vegged, uh, kind of nursing a little headache all day. I can't find my fucking Tylenol. And because of my previous stomach issues, I can't really take ibuprofen. I can, but if I do, I just I feel weird afterwards. So I try not to. I figure I'd just tough it out. When I get to work tomorrow, I'll just take some of the Tylenol we have there in our med kit. Because that's what it's there for. I'm really leery about driving a rental car to work, <laughs> you know, it's like, if it's my car, you know, that sucks, but if something happens, it's my car, but if it's a rental car, it's like, eh, I didn't get the insurance on it, so I don't think I need it, everyone keeps telling me, oh, you don't have to worry about that, because your insurance will cover it, and so should the other guys, but the, you know, the guy did tell me if something happens to the car, we're going to go after State Farm for it, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I understand that, so... I just like I don't want to risk getting in another accident because like I was driving careful yesterday. Like I, the only reason I was the only one in the accident is because I always leave enough space between me and the car in front of me. <laughs> so that's why I didn't collide into anybody after being pushed aggressively. Um. <laughs> so. then there's the the chance of you know rocks flying up and chipping the windshield or something or you know uh, if that happens that's on me i'll just tell them to go to the place where my girlfriend works then <laughs> like well if you need this taken care of which i'm sure that's probably where they go cuz they're all within the same you know little section of downtown puyallup so you know it was funny on the phone today um I talked to somebody that was, I think they're on the East Coast or something, and they're like, so is your residence blah, 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 Pi Allop, Washington? And I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. It's like when people try and pronounce my last name. It's like, well, you're close, but that's not quite right. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so that was my week in a nutshell. A lot of ups, a few try to be downs, but I was able to push them away. And I think that's something to be proud of on my part. You know, I'm able to stop, you know, the spiral. <laughs> it's pretty fucking sweet. I'm excited that this is happening and that I'm getting the tools necessary to kind of ward this shit off. Yeah. 
And I totally just realized that the Dreamcast logo looks just like um, the stomach of a polyrath. Or it could be a polywhirl, because they switch directions when it evolves. Uh, I don't know which one. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> okay, I should probably go to bed now. Tis 11.30, and I still have to put this bitch together. Still no intro or outro uh, music or anything. Eh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> uh, I still need to you know, create something new for that, but... Um, Oh, that's something that's kind of cool. My buddy Dylan from the uh, Arc Reactions podcast uh, hit me up the other day and said, hey, someone's looking for some theme music, and I'm going to send them your way. Granted, that was like three days ago, and I still haven't heard anything. But I could have a potential business opportunity. You know, it's just something small, just a little job, but I believe I get paid for it. So that's cool. Yeah. Got to take those jobs wherever I can get them. Especially if it involves some mixing. Because I am technically a licensed audio engineer at this point. Certified audio engineer, I should say. It's not really a licensure. It's a certification. But in any case, that about wraps up for this week. So on that note, uh, talk to you fuckers later. Peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs>